Welcome to the Make Your Own Way podcast. I'm Nate Wiltshire and I'm joined by Alan Skennell and Johnny Allen of Bespoke Bloke Designs. What the fuck was that? <laughs> you fuck back, you freak. <laughs> oh, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> In 2019, a small team of makers escaped from a maximum security psychiatric facility so they could do things their way. Now, these makers have created a podcast to help you do things your way. This is that podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome along to the Make Your Own Way podcast. I'm Alan Scannell from Wood Turner by Alan Scannell, and my co-hosts are Johnny Allen from Bespoke Blog Designs and Nate Wheelchair from Simply Our Nate. How's it going, guys? Evening. Oh, we're starting off wrong already, isn't it? Yeah, we started. We, we started. We started a low point, so we can only get better, really, can't it? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Oh, who's going first? Who's been doing what? You go because you look like a nasty man. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but I can't. It's fucking podcast fault. I've looked like a cowboy. <laughs> is that what you call? Is that what a cowboy looks like? Fuck. Oh right. Oh, you were talking about something else. Like it's my eighties yeah. porn stash. I, I I really have jumped on the Movember camp, haven't I? On the bandwagon yeah, there. Yeah. Anyone for a mustache ride? <laughs> oh dear <laughs> anyway this week oh god no this week and last week we didn't record what are you laughing at what the fuck? he's he's just giddy to be back oh yeah. so good so glad to have you back mate uh, he's thanks, got guys. he's got a little baby uh, he's got two now i know i've but... been off making <laughs> yay hashtag make a baby <laughs> Oh, man, congratulations, dude. Um, right, well, God, it's been two weeks since our last confession. Um, what have we been up to? Um, oh, it's been an interesting two weeks. I went on holiday and uh, blew some stuff up. I dressed up like a cowboy. Um, on holiday, we went... <laughs> you know what's fun? You know what's really fun? Bingo. I've never done bingo before. Oh, my God. That is a absolute crack. <laughs> um, you went so, you went on holiday and you turned into a 90 year old woman oh yeah honestly mate <laughs> if you go if you've got to do it before you die it's such a laugh i will when i'm a 90 year old woman oh, okay well yeah i guess so that makes <laughs> i may be getting old before my time but we i thought it was How hilarious much did you win did you uh, like well technically i lost 30 quid that sounds <laughs> fun it was good fun <laughs> Yeah, because you, you heckle them, they tell you to shut the fuck up. You're know, like, because uh, I can't. It's impossible. Like when I'm having so much fun to keep quiet. Like <laughs> anyway, so that was good fun. Um, gambling, blowing stuff up, dressing up like a cowboy because Halloween. Well, I did two craft fairs. Like literally, um, had the best selling week of my life, which was great. Um, made a big, massive butcher's block floating shelf. And um, a top Ooh, secret, yeah. top, top secret, top secret marking knife project um, I'm making for somebody. Um, uh, that's, a, that's it. I can't say any more and don't ask because I'll, <laughs> I'll spill my guts. 
Uh, and Paul Cunningham came round to my house twice. <clears throat> twice. Ooh. Twice. Yeah. Nice. So I'm seeing way too much of him. You can fuck off. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of glad I don't live around anyone. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I'm going to get down to the Essex Makers, makers Meetup at some point. Um, it just so happens to fall on the last Saturday of every month, yeah. which is like craft market day for me, which is like pain yeah, in the yeah. balls. So um, I, do, I really want to go down and see what he's doing because um, he looks like he's got some really cool shit going on at the minute. Like, really cool shit. His uh, workshop got, looks fucking amazing. Oh, man. You know what? That man's incredible. He, he Not only does he run, like, a full-time job, family, and everything else, he's, like, building up a massive workshop, running the Essex Makers Meet, which is getting more and more popular. Um, <clears throat> he's like oh, a he's fucking a, advert for Festool as well, isn't he? Uh, he sold me that um, plunge saw. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's 250 quid I'm never going to see again. But I do feel like a proper grown-up now. I've got that. Um, is it good? Is it all it's cracked up to be? I've never used a festival. I used it. Um, actually used it on that uh, that big oak butcher's block floating shelf that I made. Um, oh, fucking hell, yeah. It's great. You just literally put your mark down, stick the track down, like, and just run the damn thing. Cuts at true yeah. 90. It's lovely. Really, really nice. Cool. Where, where was it 10 years ago? There you go. You live and learn. What have you guys been doing? Go on, Making huh? babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's all I've really been doing because it's been baby central around my <laughs> way now. Um, like, we did have Halloween, so I, I, I got a little chance to come out and play in the shed with my young lad and we we lasered a skull onto a pumpkin yeah, uh, which was kind of fun it, yeah. it, it, it was it was cool but it, it was it was very smelly it, it, I was, it was just really gonna ask I, was this thinky was it yeah <laughs> I, it was like burning hair kind of type smell yeah. I'd imagine it's it's what it's like to, you know when you hear people working on uh, bone like carving bone yeah. and stuff like that that stinks and I'd say it's the same kind of thing you know I it's probably, up a bit no, of bone. Is the, ca- the um, carotin or something in it? Yeah. Is it or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ground up a bit so. of bone for um, a handle, and yeah, it's it smells like burning hair. It fucking and it, it's that smell yeah. that gets in, into your fucking nostrils. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Taste but, it. Uh, it. It actually it came out really well, and I know the pictures I put up where it, it still showed the black. But what I actually did was. Um, uh, I cleaned it off, bit of washing up liquid, and I cleaned off all the black, and I scraped the inside as close as I could to the skin. So mm. when I dropped in the, um, <clears throat> the little electric uh, tea lights, I threw two of them in. You could kind of see it glowing through the skull. Then yeah, the, yeah, the front cool. got dark. Now, nice. if you put an LED in or something, it would look a lot better. Do you know, yeah. like it would the light would be a lot stronger. But um, Oh, yeah, no, it was a cool. It was a nice little project to do with, with the, the little fella, you know. And um, and then, yeah, then we went and we had our, our second baby boy, uh, Leo. Yay. He was born there. Well, he now he's, he's nearly he's three weeks old now. So, um, big boy now, can mind himself. The time is flying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that was great. We got him home for a week, and then the missus ended up having to go back into hospital for another week. So that wasn't fun, but um, she's okay now anyway. I'm back home and as his baby, so all happy. All good. On the road to Excellent. recovery. Excellent, mm. mate. Um, 
hashtag make a baby. Um, and oh, seriously, man, that, technically that it's a collaboration. So cool. It's a collaboration. Yeah, Al's part only took two and a half minutes. <laughs> Thanks for not saying the real time, mate. <laughs> right, mate. You know my PayPal. <laughs> Uh, what about oh, you, Johnny? Oh, um, the week that we were meant to record, only Nate went fucking Yoko on on us. Um, I was meant to do my show, my craft fair, <clears throat> but I pulled the plug. I pulled out. So, um, I gave my I gave myself the guilts for about four or five days, but I pulled the plug on the Wednesday because I had two more knives to finish. I had thirty. Jean knives done and I had two more that were I was going to have them complete by the Saturday and there was three of them, three chef's knives that I was sitting there looking at and I spent an hour sitting in the workshop with them in my hands looking at them and I said no, I'm not I'm not doing it, I'm not happy um, there was just little things a couple of scratches here a couple of scratches there um, just things didn't look right that I wasn't happy with and I didn't have the time to refinish them and finish the two that I had so it meant I was back to 10 and I was like do you know what no fuck it so I decided that my quality is is more important and my reputation is more important so um, I just I couldn't stand over something I wasn't happy with I couldn't I couldn't let it go out of my workshop when I wasn't happy you know fair play yeah. Um, so I gave myself the guilt then for that whole entire weekend, which was a bit shit. But what I did was because there's been a few, a good few jobs that I've been putting off for the last month or so, because um, I was I was working so hard for the show. Um, there was I had I took down four trees last year. They were big, sixty foot tall fucking trees, monsters. I took them down last year, but I did nothing with them. I just stacked everything, all the branches, leaves, everything. Um, so on, after I cancelled the show on the Wednesday I ordered a skip and then I set about just taking all the branches off the, the wood and leaving all the trunks outside to chop up firewood um, and I basically spent three or four days in the garden just pulling and dragging and you know that kind of thing just to clear the head and you know get back work. yeah just a bit of donkey work just to you know what? I was so pissed off with the whole show situation, um, and I was I was really giving myself the guilt. So I was really the whole failure thing and the whole um, what's it called the the what's that fucking thing called? Um, well, I wouldn't call it a failure. It's you know the the doubt that you have in your your abilities and all this kind of thing. I call it a cunt. Yeah, that thing. So that. <laughs> That kicked in hard um, because I, I pulled out of the show. I, I'm just not used to doing things like that, you know. Um, so the good thing was then I spent a few days in the garden pulling and dragging and fucking sweating. And um, I kind of came out of it then the other side. And I'm kind of proud that I pulled out because I'm proud of making a decision. Instead of making a few quick euros, Um that I can stand over my reputation and say, no, you know, fuck that. I'd rather lose the money for the show and keep my reputation and to, to go up not happy, you know? Well, my, so. my first thought on that was like straight away, <laughs> like, that's a fucking brave decision. Because, <laughs> yeah. Christ, you know, like um, you say, you 
put money down. Yeah. And well, I paid for I, the table. I paid for the table cover thing with my logo on it. Uh, no, well, I can that, always that, use that again. That, you know? That's in the bank. That because yeah. you'll do this again. Um, and... I paid. I paid Jamie the custom cave to do up some stands for me. I, I got twenty odd stands commissioned with him. They so were I paid for those. Cool, the they were very cool. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um. So I had paid for those. I had paid for uh, some new cards. My website on them. That kind of thing. But it's all, apart from the table itself on the day, I cancelled the hotel. I was able to get, you know, my money back for that. So apart from the table on the day, I didn't really lose out on anything. Apart from a month's worth of work. But I have a shitload of stock inside now. A shitload of knives to finish. That's not a waste. And um, Exactly, it's not a waste. So yeah. that's always it's a good thing. But do you know what? If, if I went up there and sold one of those knives I wasn't happy with, um, even just one of them, it would have fucking melted my head for months and years after. You know, it it yeah. really annoyed me to the point I'd probably try to contact him and say, listen, any chance you bring back that knife for me, give it to me for a week and I'll straighten it out, you know. Yeah. And it was only small stuff. Like, as I said, it was literally only small stuff. But um, it was enough to to annoy me, kick kick off the old OCD, you know. <clears throat> but, Fair enough. And, and, I would, and, and I definitely wouldn't say it was a fail. I mean, I'd say it was a good decision. If you weren't going to be happy, you yeah. know, what's the point in yeah. you sitting there for months kind of going, ah, what if I had done this, what if I had done that? Yeah. But you you made the decision, and you still have all the, the bits and all the yeah, stuff, yeah. so you can go, go again. I think, like, I, think the, um, I think the reason I was looking as a failure was because I put so much time and, you know, I built up to it so much. Um, I put so much work in researching mm-hmm. not just with the knives like researching like the tablecloths that took me fucking days to find a crowd that actually you know would do the one that i wanted the way that i wanted it um you know there was another day or two redesigning my business cards um sorting out hotels you know there was so much outside the box designing the the stands getting on to jamie you know like when I came to him, I just had a very simple design, and then we were kind of over and back over a couple of days of trying to tweak it out and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there was an awful lot of time involved. Um, yeah, so that's I where that, I was looking at the, the failure side of it. But, yeah, but I think I said this like a couple of weeks ago. You built a business in a month. Yeah. None of that is a waste of time. Absolutely yeah, no. none of it. it is, it, it's, all, it's all there. It, it's setting you yeah, up. Yeah. For the future, I mean, you're, you're not going to stop making knives. No, Christ. So it's all good, and you've learned a little something along the way, which is which is great. Like, don't make fifty knives <laughs> in a first show, <laughs> and that's all. That's all good. Like, yeah. Every day is yeah. a school day. Got a question? Oh, that's that. for fucking sure. <clears throat> that's for sure. Yeah. But the last couple of days, then, um, I did a cast yesterday, which kind of. I think is a failure. I'm not 100%. It's not set because my workshop is freezing. So um, I brought it in. I brought two of them. One is a bog oak and the other is taggyo nut. So I brought the two of them in and put them down next to the stove just to um, see if they'll set. But I think they're fucked. I think it's too far gone. So. Yeah, you bought... could be surprised. Sometimes they'll still set. Yeah, hopefully. It, it does say uh, 24, 24 to 48 hours. So we'll see yeah. um, but the last the last time I used this particular type of resin um, I think it was set 
solid in 12. So. Right, right. That's why I'm kind of unsure now with this, but um, as as Nate said, every day is a school day, so. <clears throat> I seriously want to play with some bog oak. Like, I've never, I've never ever got hold of any. Like, do you want me to send you some over? Nah, nah, nah. I'll, I'll find some. It's all good. I have some. I'll send you some, and it's stabilised yeah, as well. So. Nah, your postage is ridiculous. It costs you like ten quid. Send me a, a lump of oak, which I'll probably fuck up. So don't. <laughs> You're you're worth it, we'll honey, go, buddy. Oh, we'll go sorry. on a road trip. Yeah, yeah, it'd probably be cheaper than postal. <laughs> Just wait, wait until hopefully make it central, and then we'll go down. Yeah. I hope make it central isn't going to be May again. No, I think it's supposed to be in the summertime. Yeah, because that's going to fuck everyone up. Because we'll be on holiday. Yeah. I just have right. to tell the wife I'm not going until Makers is out of the way. He needs to announce it though. Hello. Yeah, he would at this stage, wouldn't he? Yeah, whoever's, whoever's fucking doing it. Anyway. All right, I'll come um, let's have a question or two. Let's have some questions. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm only after thinking. Wasn't there a question left over from uh, the last time you were on about. There uh, was, that's correct. YouTube and what we're using to that record. That was for, from uh, um, Kenneth Runner, wasn't it? I can't remember exactly, but I do remember we missed out on that one, so I, I, I can kind of cover that because I'm the only one of us that does YouTube, really. Um, so for like shooting, I'd use a GoPro and I use my phone to actually speak to the camera because the microphone's better on my phone than it is on the, the GoPro. Um, now, in fairness, the camera is actually better on my phone than the GoPro, but I'd rather not have my phone covered in dust. So that's did why you I buy the, the um, Did you buy the microphone kit for the GoPro? No, uh, my Oaks, the GoPro I have is one of the ancient ones. It doesn't have any of that stuff on. It's okay. like the, one of the first ones. So uh, I know that the, I had a, I had a GoPro for a while, and I know that you can buy the additions. You know, it's like a USB yeah. microphone that clicks into it they're they're yeah. supposed to be quite good but yeah expensive though <laughs> everything with fucking gopro is everything is do you know mm. even that at second hand was expensive um then as as software i use um a free program called shotcut for editing um it, it's it's a little bit glitchy on the computer i have but I, I'm, I'm after getting used to using shotcut um and uh, you, you you can get free music and stuff off of YouTube if you want to put music on. Um, or there's another program that I actually use called Epidemic Sound. It's a, like a subscription service, but you can get a month free. And um, you can kind of download. Once you download the music, you have it. You know, you can go on and pick out what you want for in that month, download them and have them on your computer. Um then on the podcast side of it, we're using. Um, he did ask about a podcast as well, did he? Or am I wrong? Can't remember. Um, can't remember. I can't remember now, to be honest. Uh, I've no phone on me. If he did, what what I do is is um, we we record on Skype, and then I separate the video from the audio in Shotcut, and then I use Audacity to edit the sound. And and that that's that's 
pretty much it. It's a bit of learning and I had to learn how to do all that, but there's plenty of videos on YouTube how to do all that stuff. So that's the way I do it for us anyway. So the first one I have down here is from the ad maker. Um, there seems to be a shortage of certain tools and materials over there. Have either of you ever thought about becoming a supplier or importer for other makers over there? Um, I was asked. I was asked by um, Useful, the TR maker. Mm. Um, he asked me if I'd start doing the jigs and the other grinder parts and grinder stuff um, for him here, and I said no. Um, it's just not something that I want to do. Um, you know, you, you need to stock a lot of stuff. You need to... I just don't like fucking dealing with people because most people are assholes. Um, yeah. You know, you're dealing with money then and you're taking money off people and you're paying money out. And it's just, it, do you know what? It was just too messy. I just like to do what I'm doing. You know, it is shit that I can't get a lot of stuff that I have to get it online. But I'd, I'd rather that than having to, you know, start supplying people. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't think we have a shortage of tools. I think our tools are very overpriced here. Yeah. More than a shortage. Um, and it's, it's granted, hard to get specialist tools. Yeah. Granted, there is certain things you won't get. I mean, like, you're not going to be able to get a saw stop in Europe, are you? Because they, mm. they're just not going to do that. Um, but, like... Um, actually, they can, are. Oh, are they? I thought I'd seen there yeah. two weeks ago that they weren't. No, but Festool are... Um are going to be taking their uh, technology and putting it into their shit. Because I saw oh, that at the right. Festival Road Roadshow and, yeah. and picked up and actually played with some of the um, some of the used. I, I, I saw a, a demonstration um, on on actually working with hot dogs. It was fucking amazing. And, he gets then, one. He gets one fucking Festool tool. And he Paul. turns into a fancy <laughs> fucking Festool cunt. No, I'm telling you, it's all Paul Cunningham. <laughs> I just hang it's out. It's bad influence on you. And he, he fucks me up and he costs me loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I did, I did see that. Your, your see beard that. got caught in it, mate. Oh, that was stopped. <laughs> that was stopped, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, I got to, I was going to steal one of the cartridges. I literally had it like a blade locked on one of these cartridges. I was like under the fucking hoodie. <laughs> and Paul goes, Nah, I think they might sue you. <laughs> I was like, I better put that back. Yeah, <laughs> better put that back. <laughs> uh, yeah, but apparently they. So apparently they're going to be doing that. So yeah, top tip. You heard it here first. Uh, no, I didn't because it's on the festival roadshow. I'm just like second rounding it. Exclusive. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I I can't answer that because um, I can get all the shit. So yeah, that. you got all the shit. Yeah. Next, next question. Next, next question. Okay. Uh, do you have any superstitions? <laughs> no. <laughs> superstitions are for stupid Victorians who um, didn't understand why things hit them on the head when they walked <laughs> under the ladder. So they made up this like like little fairy tale that says, oh, it's bad luck because shit happens sometimes when you walk under ladders so no no i don't don't believe in fate i don't believe in stupid superstitions and that's that 
I, you, guys, I, I, you guys are going to say that you totally believe in that shit, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feel bad. Mildly. I would have I would have grown up in a house. My grandmother would have been very superstitious. But she, she was been, She's old, old school. She was old school, yeah. Um, but she would have had a lot of superstitions. And I'm not superstitious. But she had one that I still... I just, do you know what? I just don't like the idea of it. And the superstition was you shouldn't let a pregnant woman into a graveyard. So for a funeral or anything like that, um, the thing was a pregnant woman has no place in a graveyard. Why? It's, it's something to do with the baby and the spirits and the shit, right? All that voodoo stuff. Um, but it's just something that always, since I was a child, it always stuck out with me that a pregnant woman has no place in, in a graveyard. I don't know why. Um, I don't know, like, I don't believe in it, obviously. I don't believe there's a fucking link to anything like that. But it's just one that always stuck with me. It always stayed with me. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, a weird one. No. Plus, what about you, Al? Uh, I, I I wouldn't say I'm superstitious. Um, like I mean, I I worked on boats as I said before, and there's a lot of superstitions around boats and bad omens and all that kind of crack. But um, like I remember um, build build when I was building my pre-apprenticeship course, building two wooden motor launches. Um, there's a a certain point up in the the in the bow of the ship. Because all the other, uh, they were using copper nails, riveted nails um, on the planks. And then on the very bow, there had to be a big brass screw that went in. And I was like, why Why is there a brass screw? And they're like, oh, it's just, you know, if you didn't put the brass screw in, it, it would uh, have bad luck. You know, right. so it was kind of like, it was a tradition yeah, you know, even though it was some sort of superstition, but it was a, a tradition. So yeah. you know, I'd kind of go with that. Yeah, it's a tradition. That's what people have always done. You know, go with it, like you know that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, but that's uh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and even I, I remember one of the, the the new pilot boats that they got. Um, <laughs> it, it was only in in trials, and I had a major leak in the engine room from the seawater coming in. And it, it flooded the whole half the engine room. So one of the engines was wrecked. It was underwater. Um, the guys came in the next day. They lifted the boat out of the water. They took the roof off the boat, took the engine out, stripped it, rebuilt it, and put it back in all within like 24 okay. hours. Because if people start getting word that this was after happening, it'd be like a bad omen and that boat would be bad luck. And they'd be... Right, okay, yeah. you know, it would have a name to it do you know that kind of way yeah, so yeah. it's it's not really it's, it's it's yes you do have people with superstitions but you kind yeah. of have to work around them superstitions or it could end up causing you an awful lot yeah. of work do you know that kind of way yeah. but um but yeah no i'd say i'm more tradition tra- tra- yeah, traditionalist yeah. than superstitious mm. person i like that so like, like <laughs> i'm gonna sound like a hypocrite now i like that because it's called pirate shit mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but some of the some of those traditions are cool, like you know. Mm. The other one, yeah. the other one that my grandmother used to have was the first person into your house on the new year. 
she had black hair. So she was every New Year's. My dad used to have to, no matter what we were doing, my dad used to have to drive down to my grand's house and be the first one to walk through the door um, because he had black hair. And it was considered bad luck if a fucking ginge walked in as the first person. Oh, so. that's harsh. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a bit racist gingers. towards gingers. Gingers, yeah. Yeah, gingers. <laughs> but there is some, not, like, there's, some of them are quite old. You know, there's some quite cool traditions with that kind of stuff. They're interesting. Yeah, yeah. The New Year's opening the front door and then opening the back door to the, yeah. out with the old, then with the new kind of thing yeah, yeah. and all that. Stuff. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. Do you know what? There's we probably there's probably an awful lot of stuff that we say and do that's from tradition and superstition. You know that we just don't realise anymore. Throwbacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you actually look at it, it's like it's 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 trying to teach people not to do stupid shit or or to promote like well being, like out of the old in with the new. Like, don't walk under a stupid ladder, you dumb fuck yeah <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of it has got if you think about it it makes sense but um you know what about the mirror one what mirror broken, one broken mirror bad luck seven years i don't know might get cut you know you really <laughs> mirrors are expensive this, like you know after like, this podcast i'm gonna go and i'm going to fucking google this shit just to see because I'm, I'm curious now I, I guarantee you that's what it is. Mirrors were expensive, like glass. And, yeah. Glass is dear. Yeah. Like, and the process of like, I think it was what something, some sort of lead or something they put on the back. I can't remember. Yeah, it um, was with like mercury or something. Yeah. Yeah, but that's mercury, fucking. Really, if you had a, like, if you had a window, you're you were like fucking royalty, and then all of a sudden mirrors came in. And you're like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. Don't well, break that. Was, off. Don't break that. Fuck, spank you. <laughs> If it was mercury, it was probably down to um, fucking poisoning you, like, you know? Oh, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. This is mercury, mercury poison makes you go fucking nuts. But that's, isn't that how they used to get really flat glass? They used to float it on top of liquid yeah, glass on top of the mercury. Or lead, mercury, was it? Oh, I can't mercury. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Somebody could See, correct it. Yeah, we have to be careful now because some someone's going to turn around tomorrow and try to float glass on on mercury, and oh, it's <laughs> supposed to be lead, and then we're going to get in trouble. And you know, and it's Lord, get what you should be doing was like getting the mercury in your hand, making a ball, and throwing it across the living room because that's yeah. a lol. Like exactly. <laughs> lick it. You lick it for us, don't you? You can't do that with molten lead. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Now, next one. Um is from Mr. Nerd Coffee. Are sticker swaps still a thing now, or is it passe? Nate's fantastic with a really stellar name. Flirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's only stellar because he's, he's Nerd as well, so, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, has nobody complimented me tonight? The, everyone was complimenting me last week. I love you, Johnny. <laughs> You're, I, you don't do that when you got that Tash thing on your face because it's, wow. <laughs> you know, I'm probably 30 years too old for that. Yeah, the same age, baby. <laughs> um, sticker swaps, as far as I was concerned, they're always like fucked. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're still, they're still, I don't get um, as many asking, but I've, I've sent out so many that I think everybody has one, whether they yeah. wanted them or not. Yeah, I, I think that's it. You kind of saturate 
the market a bit and yeah. you know you're not going to get asked as much anymore like exactly. I, I know yeah. I know somebody has asked me for one and it was just before the baby was due and I was like this is going to be a few weeks before I get this out yeah, yeah. I don't know who it is I have to go back and look and see but I'll get it sent I'm out like, anyway I must admit so, I, I do forget and I'm like it's, it's really not on my priority list and um, yeah. I'm more than happy to send them out like mm. but you will have to bug me and it's not a sticker, it's a copper tag. Village, so we understand. No, no, I've got the post office in the village, which is oh, why I moved yeah, here. So complaining about. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm also lazy. Do you know what they're... When I, when I pack up my knives, right, when I put them in the box, and what I tend to do then is I wrap the entire box with black duct tape, because it looks fucking class. And then I'll stick one of my stickers on it. Yeah, that's cool. just it's a good it's a good way to use them like you know um they're not exactly expensive so when you have fucking two or three hundred of them you know or if 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 it's a maker that's after buying one of my knives i'll always stick a couple of stickers in the box just you know because makers collect them other people will think you're weird it's all branding you know i watched um i remember like i mean i studied design and uh, i remember watching a documentary on um Oh god, this is Diesel uh, or some high-end brand. Vin Diesel. And, no, not Vin Diesel, like a clothing brand. And and what he did was like he was opening a new shop, Diesel Fifty Five or something like that, in London. And he started slapping stickers around everywhere. And uh, at a time where you get bollocked for doing it, and I think you probably would have now, I suppose. But I, I just it was brand awareness. It wasn't. He didn't even like. He didn't even spout out his name on it. It was just a picture and he just put slaps everywhere. And it was just part of his marketing and part of his branding. And I yeah. think that's kind of where it came from. It was cool. Jimmy Duresta, like, Jimmy Duresta tags everything. Tag my arm. Do you know what I mean? He People just get that sprays... tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> Spastics. But, <laughs> like, he sprays that everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he makes sure you know who he is and you know his brand. Yeah, fucking right. I mean, it takes three, <clears throat> three notices. Like you've got to notice a brand three times for it even to register. Like, so, you know, if you come up once on social media, you, you've forgotten. Yeah. You come up twice and you're still doing cool shit. You might get noticed three times. Okay. Now I know who you are and I'll see you, but you know, it's con it's got, it's constant and it, it's clever. And it's what it's all about. You, it's it's normalizing who you are, like who you are to other people. It's like, look at me, I'm, I'm yeah. here, and that's what stickers are about. It's getting your shit all over screens everywhere. And when I um when I met Bobby Duke at the at Maker Central, mm. I said, Hey, dickhead, you want one of my stickers? So he said, Yeah, totally. So I gave him I gave him a couple of stickers, and he looked at them and he said, I've seen your logo before. He goes, yeah. yeah, yeah, bespoke block designs. He goes, I've seen that. But I would say down to Instagram when I'm commenting on a couple of his posts, kind of, look at me, look at me, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah. But if you have a logo and a, and a brand name, we'll call it, um, that sticks out, it's going to stick in people's heads, you know? Yeah. Like, Doresta is definitely, you know, that's one that you, you, you just don't forget it. Oh, it's um, great, isn't it? Well, especially for us over here, it's an unusual name. You know, mm. it's not a common name. Um, 
So if you have, if you like, simply ornate is is unusual. It's it's it sticks out. It's not it's not run of the mill. You know, you're you're going to you're going to remember it. You know, especially if I finally get around to sending you a copper tag. <laughs> yeah, are you still rebranding your your thing up? I I'm unsure. I don't know what I'm gonna end up doing. So I'm just I'm just gonna wait a while. Um, like whenever we get a new house and I'll see what the situation is with getting a workshop set up yeah. and if I have enough room I could have a metal workshop and a wood workshop and do different things but if um, I think like primarily because I have all the gear I will be sticking to woodwork um, do you know and yeah. la- work the lathe and all that kind of stuff well to be fair uh, uh, wood turning and metal work by Alan Scannell doesn't have quite the ring to no. it no. <laughs> Send your suggestions in on a postcard. <laughs> yeah. All four of them. Yeah. You could just call it fuck you, Patricia. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? at this stage, I'm going to brand that at this stage because everyone's saying it. We're getting, we're getting, was it Adam sent us on the thing about the people in the bus? Oh, it's fucking funny. You remember that? People on the bus, what? Yeah, they were like, who the fuck is Patricia? Oh, Patricia's a good Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. AA Woodworks. Yeah. Fucking fun. Yeah. He was sitting there listening to someone on the bus, like some chav guy. Oh, fuck off, Patricia! (laughs) 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 Get your phone out. It's like too quick. (laughs) Right. Next one. Uh, From Mr. Nerd Coffee again. Metric, standard, or standard imperial. I'd rather use metric because I absolutely abhor bullshit fractions, but it's not very common over here in the States. Also, Nate's a really promo dude with an outstanding name. I really like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hack his account or something? (laughs) Sounds so cool, doesn't he? I'm going to go and like bomb his ass after this. Um, I'm going to upset a lot of people now. I use both. So... Mm. I use, I could say, like, an inch and two millimeters, or, you know, that's kind of how I roll. <laughs> and it, re- <laughs> it, it really pisses people off when you're giving measurements, and I'll say, Customers. yeah, I'll that. say, like, six inches and a centimeter, you know. I don't do the, the, the one-sixteenths and one-eighths and all this shit. I just, I that's when I revert back to... You know, you should, you should actually make your own tape measure. I fucking will. <laughs> do that. I really want to see spoke bloke designs, my tape measure, and how yeah. I do shit. And fuck you. <laughs> and fuck you. <laughs> what about you, Al? Well, uh, I actually I, I use both as well um, because my work, um, the wheels on the trains are imperial because the all the all the train tracks were laid back in imperial times yeah, yeah. so even though we we actually have to convert it from imperial to metric um all the rules are in sixteenths of an inch so um so there's like a table of conversion to to convert it back to metric because all the computers on the trains are in metric so it's a bit it's a bit mad wired but uh, generally at home uh, on the lead i will be working in metric because that's what i learned in school but um i'm pretty quick to actually just switch over to imperial because... say, so, so you can you can do it in your head you can work out like a thousandth of a, an inch or uh, 
well, yeah, no, well, I kind of in sixteenths of an inch and eighths of an inch and all that, right. I, I can work out. I wouldn't be able to go into thousands. I could if I really sat and thought about it, yeah, but yeah. that kind of it just blows me my head off a little bit. But like yeah. they, they actually they brought in a new system in work um, where they're measuring in thirty seconds um, on the oh, wheels. It's like. There's like fucking, I don't know, 40, 30 seconds. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? You can't have more than 32 yeah, yeah. seconds or whatever. It's, it oh, just doesn't. No. It's like there's no such thing as more than 100%. 100% is 100%. Do you know, it doesn't make sense to me. So I, I, I kind of do it the old school way and, and just keep on inches and <laughs> fractions. <laughs> what about you, Nate? What, what do you do? Oh, uh, well. I was unlucky enough to um, to start my kind of making building career. Like I, I started at twenty, around about twenty, and um, I, I started working for my old man, and um, his head builder. Um, we, you probably hear a lot about him uh, over the over the next coming episodes. Rod Twat. And he's an asshole. Uh, hopefully, um, he's a dead asshole, but he he is a total <laughs> asshole. And he um, was pure inches. Like, no, don't talk to me in millimeters. And I'd I'd been to I've been to like uni, and like we were sculpt we're sculpting like like my workshop master in uni, in uni would would give you a, a square of aluminium, and get you to break that down like. Uh, he'd make a, a, an insanely complex shape and give you a jig and say copy this shape and make sure it fits in this jig like x number of ways and that would all be in millimeters and thousands so uh, and you'd give you a hand file and you'd be there for a fucking week like just like oh no this this block's fucked i have to start again and and then i'd come to this guy rod the twat and rod the twat would would deal in inches i was like what the fuck is an inch but he refused to deal in millimeters so i had to learn inches by tape measure inches and um, and so i now can do both but i always revert to millimeters because I, I i prefer it it's more precise i've got you it know a lot, precise, a lot of yeah. calipers yeah. um I like I like I like it. It's very tidy. Like you know, one to ten is very you know, it's very nice. It's very squared up. Fractions are a pain in the ass. Uh, I can do them. Yeah. Sometimes I have to think, and then that's what slows me down. And I think, ah, oh, shit. Uh, I'll never combine the two. It's like like millimeters or inches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes like an, a, an inch is convenient. Like if you know, I, yeah. If I'm doing a knife for someone, I'll say to them. Oh, the knife is eight and a half inches. It yeah. could be, it could be eight inches and um, you know three quarters. Three quarters. But yeah, uh, uh, inches I, are I, for I, unprecise measurements that old people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm like, not. Okay, it's four inches long. What do you want? <laughs> I'm not expecting like, fucking Mary to, to turn around and pull out a ruler and go, oh, hang on, it's a quarter of an inch out. Do you know what precise, I mean? Precise. Yeah, like. I'll just say eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, ten. You know, close enough. Be fine. It's four pig hinds to the donkey's tail. <laughs> About that much. <laughs> well, that's our five yards on that subject, anyway. Yeah. Uh, that, that could be starting on yards. 
N.I. Woodwork and asks, uh, if you could only use hand tools or power tools for the rest of your life, but you've got one exception, what would you choose and what would be your exception? Mm-hmm. Say that again. If you could only use power <coughs> tools or hand tools. No, if you could only use hand tools or power tools for the rest of your life, but you got one exception, what would you choose and what would be your exception? So would you use, would you, if you could lose hand tools or power tools, which one would you choose to lose? I'd, I'd lose uh, hand tools. Sorry, I'm, not, I'm, I'm all about the power tools. What would your exception be? What, what, what one hand tool would you keep? Files. Zzz. Files. <laughs> what about you, Nate? Oh, this is a real double-edged sword for me. It is, uh, yeah. I was I was brought up on hand tools, like you know, I was I was I wasn't allowed to touch a fucking power tool as a labourer or or at uni. Like you know, there's no power tools until you can sort your hand tool game out. So I've, I love hand tools, like especially like Johnny said, like a hand file, like a metal file. I uh, just I can work my way around a metal file. I'll never, I'll never let that go. That'll always be mine. Go on, mate. I can totally see where they come from with that, though. I can totally understand the mentality behind getting a lad to starting off an apprenticeship. You see, I, I, I have no training. I have no skills. Like, so for me, I was straight in the power tools and do what I can with power tools. Whereas to start a lad off with hand tools to get his skills up to, up to scratch, I can, I can mm. see where they're coming from. You know, I can see the the. I can see why they did that with you. Oh, I, I, I totally both love and respect and fucking hate Rod the Twat. Like, he would, he would, um, he'd set me on a plot, like a, a rendered wall, not a plastered wall, a rendered wall. Like, so, um, a sand and cement wall and say, that's got to come off the brickwork. And he'd give me a hammer and bolster and leave me for a day or a month or however long it fucking t- took me. It doesn't matter. And, I know for a fact there was a perfectly good fucking breaker sitting there. It's like, no, yeah. no, strip it by hand, and I'd be fucked. Like, properly fucked by the end of it. It'd probably take fucking God knows how long. We used to do big industrial breakouts at, at that time. And, yeah, so I do have a lot of respect for hand tools. This is impossible for me, but as a, as a grown-up, you know, you go into power tools. I can't answer. It's impossible. But no, uh, as I, when, I, when, I, when I said I, I can see why they, they did that with you, what I mean is by telling a lad to use a hand plane yeah, instead no. of an electric plane or a, or a, a planar thicknesser, I don't mean sending a lad off with a fucking uh, no, cold chisel to take a wall down. You know? no, I, get, I, I get you, man. Um, it's, it is so important. I, th- I think, personally, because... I think it's so important to learn hand tools. Yeah. It really is. Like, you know, you've got to learn to maintain them, to look after them. There's there's a lot behind it. And, you know, what happens one day when you get on site and you you, you run out of batteries or, or something yeah. like that? What, what are you going to do? What, are you going to go home? Like, yeah, yeah. you don't know where you're going to be. You've always got your hand tool bucket with you. Always. That lives with you. What and, about you, but, yeah, when oh, my tools got sorry, mate. Oh, one, one more thing. When my tools got stolen, um, my biggest loss was my hand tools. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to. I'd have to pick hand tools. Um, 
I, I, in my shed is mostly power tools. I'll grant that. But in in my work, uh, all my tools are hand tools. All spanners, files, hammers, Allen keys, and it's it's part of my trade uh, as a fitter. Uh, is hand tools. It's not so much using power tools. Uh, it is more hands on. Mm. Now I grant you. Times are changing, and there is a lot more electrical equipment in than when I was doing my apprenticeship. Um, more so than pneumatic stuff that was around when I was doing my apprenticeship. But I think, yeah, the hand tools would be my go-to. They're a solid thing. I know what I'm doing with them. Um, yeah, and I, obviously the exception for me that I'd bring would be my lathe yeah. <laughs> as a power tool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but see, yeah, it's the other side of that. Then you're using a lathe, you're using hand tools on the lathe. That's where the skill is. The exactly. skill isn't yeah. the skill isn't in the turning. You're just turning something really fast. Mm. The skin is the skill is in yeah. the hand tool. You know that goes with it. So totally, totally. Mm. Well, you're a hand. Just, you're a hand tool man. Just uh, <laughs> my own, just my own curiosity, right? What's the one skill with a hand tool that you feel that someone should know? Swing a hammer. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be hammer based, like chiseling, cut. You know. Hmm. See, for me, it's it's cutting a, a cutting a piece of wood straight, cutting a line straight with a saw. That's hard. <laughs> it is. It hard. is. It is hard. Yeah, but that's something that once once you have that, there's so much you can do. Yeah. You know. Once you've learned your eye, once you've got that, yeah. you can once bang you, that once, square. Once you can oh, cut yeah. a line straight, no matter if it's an inch long or 25 centimeters long yeah know? i'd agree I, I actually i'd agree with you there that's um that's fantastic yeah there's so many um there's so many principles that i learned through building like that i transferred over to my making like you know starting off with a like doing i'm going off on a tangent now um like things like slabbing you know like when you're cutting slabs with a petrol yeah. grinder and you're cutting them straight and you've got to learn how to hold it straight you've got to know where you you know where level is and where straight is and cut those things straight so they fit nicely and, and once you've learned like a key little group of skills just transfer it to everything yeah 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 i reckon we could write write a little make a book that will go like you know learn this shit and then you can do everything <laughs> and that's and i this is what it, from the very first episode this is something i've always said everyone could do everything you just need to be shown the right way to do it. It's not the right way to do it. That's the wrong way to put it. Shown how to do it your way. So, you know, like little things, like when you're cutting with a handsaw to, to put your index finger forward. That was a big one for me. When I when I figured that out, mm. that, that made the difference between me being able to cut a straight line and not. Mm. But I know guys that use handsaws, they cut, cut like a fucking like a laser but they don't put their index finger out you know it's it's to each their own but once you find the basics like you were saying once you find these little basic things swinging a hammer properly being able to hit a fucking nail into something properly uh, being able to put a screw in straight put put a screw in properly mm. and cut a line straight mark something properly you know these are the little things no matter what comes up then it's all it's all just like for making a table you know it's yeah, all yeah. just a series of small basic little things that you need to do to make a table 
but they're all mm. very basic. Each little step is just a small little basic step. There's nothing complicated about it, you know. It just transfers into a bigger a bigger project. <clears throat> Everyone can do fucking everything, unless you got so, no arms. What you um what you said about the saw there, like <clears throat> I, I mean I chop up a fair, <clears throat> my fair number of saws, and but I can never bring myself to throw away the handles or to burn the handles. I've got a low burner and. Yeah. They made a decent timber and they burn nicely. I can never ever bring myself to to burn the handles because because of that they are so perfect and they're designed yeah. like like you said like you, they've got a groove here and a and a and a and a, a groove there and they're designed so that you have absolute control yeah. over that cut. I I can't bring myself you, to throw um, them or chuck them you... or anything. You should try to design yourself some sort of a knife handle with the 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 saw handle, you know. Mm, I don't know. I just don't know how. I just can't. Yeah. If you said if you sat down and, and looked at the now, you obviously wouldn't be able to use it all. You'd only be able to use some of it. Mm. But if you sat down and, and drew it out, maybe turned it upside down, turned it around, you know, that's, do that. That's kind really of thing. interesting. I, I sense a collaboration coming on. Me too. I think you could do something really cool with that, you know. Or you know what you know what they'd be really cool with. Um, do you know those? Have you ever seen those ulus? Yeah, I made. I've made. Yeah, I've made some. Yeah, bronze ones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah an ulu would a would a saw handle a hand saw handle on it. That would be really cool. So you're actually holding it like you'd hold a saw. So if you can see my hand that way, so the blade goes this way. Do you get they me? can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That'd be. That would be very cool. What are you fucking laughing at? <laughs> I think Al is just laughing at us. I, was like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Ulu, igloo. Spastic. Al, an Ulu is a, it's a, it's a blade that goes, it's like a U-shape almost, right? It's a, it's like a semicircle. And it's thick. Right. So maybe two inches. herbs and stuff. Like, yeah, like a herb chopper. They also use them. They use them for. I think they're originally like Inuit or Eskimo or something for skinning, isn't it? Is it for skinning seals and shit? Because oh. it gets it slips in and it gets the skin away from the meat. Oh, stop it! And make it's, feel it's sort of like a draw knife, but it's curved. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you yeah. cut down the way. Yeah, downwards rather than yeah. towards you. So yeah. I was just saying that if you put a saw blade handle on it, on top, so when you're putting pressure down, you're holding it like a saw facing down. That could be very yeah. cool. Yeah. No. There you go. There you go. You can have that one, Ned. I've got go. a cold nose. <laughs> I thought it'd be your pants might be worried about. <laughs> or lack thereof. Lack thereof. Yeah. Next question, Chad. Next one is from Mr. Andy Pugh. Um, what's your favourite workshop snack? <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat in the workshop. Uh, I kind of, um, I, I come in here and I forget to eat, to be honest. And might have to run in and grab a slice of bread with a bit of ham on it and then run back yeah. in. That'll be about it. Yeah. What about you, Nate? Do you ever eat in the shed? <laughs> Oak dust. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for you to say, "Oh, when I'm using my fest tool, only the best of cheese." And fucking... Oh man! No, there's no dust coming out of that, Johnny. It, it packs oh, it up and wraps it up. Well, apparently not. <laughs> you know, I cut out. I... Well, I'm not entertaining you. Actually, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What are you? Are you rising above us? Is that, is that uh, what's happening here? No, no, you're, I'm rising, complete... you're rising above our bullshit. No, I'm on your level. I'm just not playing. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I don't eat in the workshop. Um, no, it's all full of shit in there. Yeah. No way. Um, I'll drink okay. like 50 cups of coffee and that's all good because like, I've got to do a coffee cup count in my workshop or it gets on 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. It's bad in there. But there's no way I'm eating in there. No, fuck no. no. It's full of shit. I don't wear gloves either, so... My hands are always maggoty when I'm inside uh, the workshop, and I'm. I, I've given up on that years ago. Like, yeah, just don't care. I think it boosts my immunity. Uh, it makes me healthier. Possibly. Definitely. Right, the next one's from Dan Gamble. Um, are you long-term planners, or do you prefer to go with the flow and see where it takes you? Um, if it's the farmer, then as a maker, where do you see yourself in five years, ten years? <laughs> oh yeah, I've got a five-year plan. <laughs> no, oh, well, no, I haven't well, got a fucking clue what I'm doing. I'm just rocking and rolling, oh. just chilling. I don't know. I suppose for me, I, like my long-term plan is to <clears throat> retire out of the fire service. They retire us at 55, like I was saying a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I'd like to be a full-time knife maker then. But not not flogging out 50,000 knives, you know, like just making maybe four a month. Um, well, you're, a lone, you're a lone wolf. Like how much do you need to make to keep yourself going? Like realistically, I, I don't like. I don't. I, I don't need to make any really. Like, hmm. I mean, when when you retire, how many do you like realistically need to make? One a week, <sighs> two a if week, even. Yeah, no, one a week would do. One exactly. a week would be fine. Like, um, when it'd you... be more. It'd be more just to to achieve the goal of I want to be I, I want to be a professional. Not professional as in doing it every day, but a prof- like I want to be known as a professional knife maker. Um, I want to be recognized as that. Mm. So that would be where I, I want to be, you know. Um, short-term plan, I don't have any. Just keep trying to up my skills, up my game, and, and do what I'm doing. Al? I, I, I'm just going with the flow. Um, like, I, I have a full-time job. Um, <laughs> only if I won the lottery would I fall back and do my own thing? Um, I've just, I don't know, I, I've, I've too much going on. I've got but, young kids, I have to buy a house, and I need the security of a job at, at the moment. Um, no, I'm not saying that couldn't change in the future, you know. Like, but that's all, that's all, um, would say that's because of your financial situation. Yeah, yeah, like, pretty much. Financially, I, I kind of have to stick at what I'm at. But we'll say if 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 you didn't, we'll say if you could if you could make and make a living out of it, mm. would you do it? Well, I'm I'm not gonna make a living out of selling bowls. No, but if you could, if if you if you could make a living out of it, if, if I could, yeah, I probably would. But you see, the 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 pox of it all would be I'm in my job a long time, and it would be a shame to walk away without a few squiggly yeah. things in my back pocket. Yeah, um, that's where I'm at as well. You know, like, you know. 
it, it, it's it would be a, a, a crime to walk away without getting some sort yeah. of redundancy or, or package to leave. Yeah. Um, mm. Now, unless you were going into something that was, you know, you knew was going to be better, you knew it was going to be a winner, yeah. you knew it was going to bring in the, the money. But uh, it just, you, it's very hard to take that gamble to do that unless you have a bit of money behind you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't have that, so I won't be doing anything like that anytime soon. But never say never. You know, something could change in a couple of yeah. years. You know, yeah, yeah. If I was given a nice amount of money to leave, maybe I could set up and do something. Yeah. But like, I don't think I'd be able to earn a living doing what I'm doing now. Like, I'd have to open a notch a bit and do something a little bit different. I don't think. You know, I'm gonna be making money selling bowls and all that. Whiskey barrel tumblers seem to be successful. I could go into business doing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've had a lot of people inquiring about them since the last lot I made, so I could actually go into business making them fucking things. I think I seriously think, um, no matter what your discipline is, there's there is money in it. You know, yeah, and and that's what. I mean, I, I think I spoke about this uh, ash egg that I saw the other week, and uh, it was 300 quid. It was bow tied. It was an egg. It was hollow. It was turned. It was beautiful, and it was oh, man. It was just beautiful. I, I, I definitely, if I had 300 quid spare, I would, I'd drop it without an instant. It, but it, it, how it was long lovely. did it take him to make that though? I don't. Well, I, I assume. Like, I mean, I, 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 I get this question a lot. Like people, people message me and say, "Oh, how much should I charge for this, and how much should I yeah. value my time at?" And I'm like, I don't know. Well, what's your daily at? Your daily rate no, is what? My, like my point is, <clears throat> if that lad is, if it's taken him two, two and a half days, say, right? Yeah. If it's taken him two and a half days to make that egg, and he's getting three, three hundred quid for two and a half days, less materials. So say. Yeah. No, flat out no. Your, your time's valued at whatever your time, like twenty pound an hour, for example. Mm. That's a that's a reasonable wage for anyone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your time's twenty pound an hour. Um, arguably what one hundred and eighty, two hundred a day, whatever. So if that takes you two days, then the X four hundred quid. Might I agree, but but plus, my point is uh, how how long do you think that that guy? made that you know it took him to make that egg like Hello? well, well I, my, 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 i'll explain properly because i'm i'm fucking not making sense no you are i like, think it's a day's work you think you it's know, a day's work okay well at, if, 300 if, quid it's a yeah. day's work if it's a day's work then that's good i can see i could if, if i could do that in a day and i was selling those consistently i could i could leave my job and i could do that and you know as as a full-time living yeah but for me I suppose my point is, if I was to leave my job without a pension and go knife making full time, mm. then I'm going to be hockeying out the exact same shit as an awful lot of people out there, like that looks like manufactured stuff to try to make a living, where you're putting yeah. out 50 knives a week, and to me, that's that's torture, that's hell, like you know, I wouldn't enjoy that. Um, the idea for me to be making one really, really, really high quality knife a week or a fortnight. Um, 
my, do you know who's a, a prime example now what I'm talking about and he's he's at a level where that'd be my goal is um, a guy that I've been chatting to quite a bit his name is Will Farabee he's oh, he, mate, he's amazing yeah he's amazing. amazing and he's a, he's a really really nice guy he is but Will does between four and six knives a month um, and what he does I, is you can tell <laughs> you yeah. can really tell but he does I mean the highest the high class knives these things are they're not cheap but there there's a month's work in these four to six knives every month you can see it in the knives mm. and that's all he does he doesn't turn out fucking 50 okay knives you know this is that's his goal and that's that's exactly the way that I'd like to be I'd like to be turning out four four to six knives a month but top class top standard um, now he's got the reputation to go with it at this stage because he's had it a long time, but that'd be my goal, you know, I, like putting out really unusual, really cool, high quality stuff. Um, I, I'd have no interest in putting out twenty or thirty pieces a week to try to to pay the bills, you know. That that's just. Well, you see, me, the, the thing is, like w- with the likes of that uh, and with that egg. You, you have to have a market. You have to have somebody exactly. that's going to come along. I want to spend 300 quid on an egg or, you yeah. know, spend a couple of hundred quid on a knife. Uh, you can't, like, I mean, I've got the bowl that I talked about a few weeks ago, the one I made out of the railway sleeper. I have that for sale, I don't know, nearly two years probably now. Yeah. And I have it marked mm. up at 160 quid. And I haven't dropped the price because I think that that's actually quite reasonable for yeah, what I put yeah. into it. Uh, and it's it's not selling. Do you know it's it's sitting up on the shelf in the box still where it has. But like been. like you said, though, you just haven't but you just haven't found what, the buyer. No, I'll tell you why yeah, it's not selling. How do you, I'll how tell do you, you why. find the buyer? What, the reason it's not selling is because things like that need to be held. They need to be picked up and mm-hmm. and looked at and yeah, turned yeah. over. It's sculptural, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I understand that, yeah. But I mean. How many people are going to walk along with, you know, two or three hundred quid in their pocket to keep me going every week? Do you know? It's, yeah, yeah, I know. But I don't uh, think like, that'll like work I said, like last that, week, you know, on the craft markets, um, I, I had the best craft market uh, on a Sunday for four hours that I've ever had. Like, like f- after five minutes of opening, a guy walks over and he drops like he, he, he drops a stupid amount of money and like just goes how much is that oh, that's nice i'll pick that up and like that and that and that and it, it's he's it, picking it up he's looking at it you know he's turning it around i think it's really important to to connect with people and to talk yeah. to people about yeah, what you do and yeah, yeah. where you're from you're local they appreciate it they they like it you know because they can they can be yeah. a part of it and it's an experience yeah, but then then look at the, the, the craft fair I did last Christmas for the snowmen. I had a woman come up to me looking at them go, ah, Jesus, they're lovely. How much are they? And I said, I'll, I'll sell it to you for 15 quid. What? For that? 15 quid? And I was like, well, it's handmade. <laughs> like, I made yeah. that myself. Yeah. You know, it's you always get a dickhead. Wood, a bit of time Do you know in. what? But, it's this country. We get an... We, like, I hate to knock my own. I love the Irish people. Like They're less cunty than the rest of the world, but they just they they have this fucking tightness that 
it's not even tightness. They don't they don't appreciate handmade stuff, which is amazing for a country that has such fucking craft in it. They don't appreciate what the work that goes into it, you know. And they they love to haggle. They love to get shit for free so they can tell fucking Mary down the shop she paid a fiver for a snowman. I don't get it. Like I don't get the mentality in this country with with paying for handmade stuff, you know. Mm. Anyone that's ever bought one of my knives from from somewhere outside, like, you know. There's been no no issue with money. There's been no no yeah, yeah. no um, looking for discounts. No arguing. No no bullshit. You know they just that's the price. Oh my god, that's amazing. I love it. You know, yeah, brilliant. Mm. Over here, it's what's what's cheapest. What can you do it for? What's what's the lowest? You know what's what's mates rates? What's this? What's that? I follow you on Instagram, so what can I get it for? How about you <laughs> fuck off, you fucking cop? Johnny, can I have a free knife? Yeah, like it just fucking annoys me. I don't know what it is about the Irish people. They have this inbuilt thing to try to buy shit for nothing, you know. We need to move over to Nate and start doing his stalls. Oh, I, I get a fair yeah, few. Don't get me wrong. I get this fucking same asshole that comes over to my craft fair every fucking month, and um, it. You I need to troll him in I, the river, man. I need no. I need to be careful, but um, he he wants. Does he listen? Uh, does he listen to us? Ah, does he fuck? Oh. <laughs> but he wants an acid etch of the church, and I was like, "Oh, how much for one?" I'm like, "Well, it's like I don't know, charge twenty five quid for an acid etch on on a credit card shaped piece of copper or brass." Um, well, how much for two? Well, it's like quick maths, mate. Fifty quid. <laughs> <laughs> Here, do you want to use my? Finger? How much for fifty? Well, you know what. Buy a fucking calculator, you dickhead. <laughs> like, I was for the church. Like, I give a fuck. Like, it still takes me the same amount of time yeah. to make he's hoping, that. He's hoping you'll turn around and say, all right, okay, if it's 50, so I'll only charge you a tenner a pop, you know? It's like, yeah, but it's, but it's for the church. It's like, I don't, I literally don't care. Because, oh, what, you want baby to cheeses will be after you. But you want me to do them at a tenner? Like, no, because it'll yeah. take me just about, just exactly the amount at the same time and that's what my time's worth and I stick to my guns and that's yeah. that right. dead right fucking cocks that anyway that, I think that goes back to answering that question in a way <laughs> a question about using hand tools or power tools we went no, on that some tangent wasn't... there man <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> alright next one uh, Dan James Blades Another question for you guys. What's the scariest criticism from people for what you've done or self-criticism for something you haven't done? Probably that cunt that fucking asked how much the bleeding snowman was for me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It cuts like a knife. You, mm-hmm. you know, you've spent so much time like designing a product or... Or whatever, and you know, you put your heart and soul into this shit. This is this is like an expression of ourselves. Is it? Yeah. Don't please don't slag it off. Please don't slag it off because it it will invoke the rage. <laughs> it makes me think of um when when I would say when I put something up on Instagram or show it to somebody, you know, when you like this instant um, validation, you know. That if, if if I put a knife up and I love the colours or the shapes or if I put a haman in it or something like that, and there's one part of it I really love. And if somebody else points that out without me saying it, 
I mm. love that. That uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. feeling right there is the fucking key for me. Well, surely that's why but, we do it. That's why we put this stuff up. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, but I'm just I saying, like, you know, you know that. Yeah, what one, do you think, guys? And I'm like, the, the one little thing that you think is is the best feature of that knife, and if somebody else picks that out as their favorite as well, that really that makes me feel fucking amazing. But it's a double-edged sword. If there's a little tiny flaw, or there's something about the knife that I'm unsure about or I'm not happy about. Not happy, no, it could be made perfectly right, but there's something just throwing my eye off a little bit. And if somebody else picks that, that one little negative aspect to something I do, that then it's multiplied by a million, if that makes sense. It's just someone else sees the little thing that you had an issue with and pins it up, picks it out. That's awful. That 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 fucking rips my soul out. You know. Now it could be something like the shape. It could be the thickness of the spine. And I, I just thought oh, I should have brought that in just ever so slightly, a little bit, or I should have done this or that, or you know, just one tiny little detail. And if somebody else picks that out, then I'm like, oh fuck, it just tears the balls out of me. Hmm. Yeah, but that that could go the same for anything with anyone, you know. Like you, you, you could show it to somebody in person, and they could pick out on, yeah. on something like that too. I mean, you know, but I'm not going to say everything just, I make is without fault. But that's just me. I'm answering his question to say that yeah. that that aspect of it is you. is the thing that really scares me. That someone when I put something up, mm. that someone else is going to see the little thing that caught my eye. You know, and pinpoint it, because then that knife's gone into a drawer and that's where it's then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, well, I mean, I know, like, like I, I wouldn't say that I've perfected any craft. Um, like you're always learning. There's always, you know, new things to learn. Uh, and yes, I still make mistakes as I go, and I can be fairly honest about mistakes. If I if I'm selling something at the craft fair and, and I deem it that it's okay to sell, but I might have a mistake on it, I'll mark it at a price yeah, because yeah. of that mistake. And I will actually point it out to the person as well when they're buying it. But you see, know, see what you said there. See the way that you said there that, that we're always learning, right? Mm. You show me something that's some fucking amazing, like the, the most talented person you could think of. Something that they've made, and I guarantee you, you show it to the three of us are the four fucking, the four listeners that we have, right? <laughs> There's one of us will find something that they could they could um, make better about that project. They'll have an idea, they'll, it might be a color change, it might be a little design tweak. You know, no matter who you are, it's never going to be perfect in everybody's eyes. There's always yeah. going to be, you can yeah, always yeah. make things better, you know? And hindsight is amazing. So no matter no matter how up no matter how up someone is and how fucking talented they are, you know, nothing's perfect. It's never gonna be no. perfect. No. There's beauty in imperfection. Absolute beauty. Like, you know, I love I love it. I love to see it like dodgy timber, whatever, put a bow tie in it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. This you know, work with what you got. I don't know. 
Right now, there's another one from your boyfriend, Mr. Nerd Coffee. Nice. <laughs> like, I like him. What a, nice. <laughs> what a stand-up guy with such a great fucking name. Do you guys plan on incorporating video podcasts in the future? Already answered it. I, I think people are going to would be bored. We're yeah, just sitting nice. here looking at each other. It's not, we're not actually doing anything as such. We're just sitting here chatting. And that's only... That's only sometimes looking at each other when Skype doesn't drop out. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing really to, unless unless we did a like a if we if the three of us were in the same room or something and we were chatting that way, you know, Maker oh, Central or we decided to in, take over a pub or something. Or maybe you could do like a, a, yeah. a what 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 what? Yeah, I missed that too. I just heard music. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what you say Al we Let's, missed it oh sorry I, I was just saying we could go over and take over Nate's local pub or something exactly yeah sounds like a plan yeah okay <laughs> that, that's more convenient for me you come to me that's good I know yeah sell <laughs> <laughs> camera there <laughs> oh, I don't know I just think it's a bunch of boring shit if you take literally a few screenshots and you're done yeah I look like never an 80s saying, porn never, star and Johnny looks like never, a... Never you know. I was going to... No, Johnny looks like a what? I said never say never. No, Nate, Nate was going to say something there. What, what was that now? It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> right, you ready for a shark attack? No. <laughs> um... What material have you used and never want to use it again? Who's going? Why you going That's fucking easy for me. Porcelain. Fuck you, porcelain. Double fuck you. Like, you're tiling bullshit. Like, looking, like, trying to look like something you're not. Like, I hate it. I hate, 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 hate porcelain. Like, oak boards made out of porcelain. Blech. Makes me want to puke. Anything like made out of porcelain that's supposed to look like something else, it just makes me want to just fucking kill somebody. I hate it. It's an awful material. It's hard as fuck. You can't cut it. I hate tiling and it sucks balls. So there you go. That's mine. It'd have to be stainless steel for me. Uh, uh, like working on the, the boats, everything was fucking either brass or stainless and, uh, or aluminium. And uh, stainless steel was a pain in the hole. It's a pain in the hole to drill. It's a pain in the hole to tap. It's a pain in the hole to buff up. Uh, everything about it, it wrecked my head. So, yeah, I'd hope never to have to work with stainless steel again. Um, for me, it'd be wallpaper. Wallpaper is just for cunts. I just can't. <laughs> I can't stand it. I think it should be piled up in a pile and just set fire to every piece of fucking wallpaper that ever existed. And the, the great thing is that my wife loves it. She loves wallpaper and she wants two more rooms done. It's fucking great. Love my life. Cool. Wanker. Compromise. His <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, next one is, what is a regular night's sleep for you? Keeping in work doesn't count, Jono. <laughs> Jealous cunt. <laughs> I'm like a coil spring. <laughs> Well, my night's sleep are all over the place at the minute with the newborn, so what did I get last night? Uh, about 
five hours last night. Um, and then, like, when I'm on shift, when I'm doing nights, I probably get, like, five hours kip in the day, and then I'm up again and walk the dog and do all that business before I go back to work. So, yeah, I don't get an awful lot of sleep. What about you, Ned? <laughs> Bed at 11, up at 7. Standard. That's, that. that's, that's it. That's okay. That's yeah, I'll, I'll have to have it. If I can't, if I, if I don't get my sleep, I'm, I'm a grumpy <laughs> son of a bitch. It's standard. I've got. I've got to have it. Uh, I need to be like in order. So um, I'm a shit sleeper. I'm shit at sleeping. One of my lesser lesser talents. Um, like it's what is it now? It's half ten now. I'll probably go to bed for half eleven. I'm up at six. But in that time, I'll I'll wake a lot. So like I could be lying there just staring at the ceiling for an hour maybe twice you know um i would say if i counted the hours that i'm actually asleep i'm probably looking at four or five hours a night oh god I'd die yeah it's not it's not fun but i do i do fucking from time to time i do take stuff to to help me sleep um and then i pass out and feel like shit the following day and regret so it's, not same. it's not the same though is it it's not, no, it's not. Like sleep sleep <clears throat> it's not, but you know what head wise I find a night like that where I, I'll take something and pass out for 10 hours my head's all over the place the following day but my body's a lot better it's like I, I have recharged my batteries but my head is still fucked if that makes sense Um, you know my head will be a bit groggy and a bit hazy that kind of thing Um. But my body will feel a bit better, whereas I know I need to do that maybe once every 10, 14 days. I need to get it. I need to do that. Um, that's sh- I'm, I'm sure that's shift work, like fucking with you. Totally. Yeah, totally. I'm at it now nearly 20 years, so it's just uh, like I don't go to bed after night. Um, like I was on nights last night and mm. I don't. I, it doesn't matter how busy we are. If we're out all fucking night straight. I, I won't go to bed. I might fall asleep on the couch for half an hour, but that's about it. Otherwise, um, what? It screws me the clocks, like, like it seriously. Does, yeah. yeah. But see, if I went to bed, if I went to bed today and slept for like two hours, um, um, if I went to bed for like two hours during the day, um, I wouldn't sleep then tonight till like four or five in the morning, and then I'm up at six. So. Yeah, I mean, I worked like the shift as well and you'd be all over the place i mean especially in my one it's it's a mix of days and nights in the one block and all my shifts are 12 hours they're all seven till seven so like a guy could be doing two 12 hour days then i'd be doing three 12 hour nights so i'd be finishing at seven one evening and i'd be back in at seven the following evening yeah so then that's the thing do you go to bed late to wake up later yeah, um, I, I can't you know, do that shit. Uh, See, it's, it's do you know what? We don't even have straight nights. Like next week, I'm on Monday night, so I finish at nine o'clock Tuesday morning. I'm back in Wednesday morning at nine o'clock uh, till six. Then I'm on Thursday night. So like you're going from night to day to night, uh, and then I'm into twenty four that weekend. It's a disaster. It's all over the place. Yeah, wouldn't you know? be able for that. No, Jesus, no, no. Yeah. Um, 
I'll tell you what, guys. The next um, one is. Yeah, do you know what? We'll, we'll hold on to a couple of questions for next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, got, we, I've, got, had... I've got fucking rants and shit that I've got to get yeah, out of we got rants and shit. last week, which I forgot to do. And top tips as well. And we got top tips too, yeah. And I don't like oh, to do over an hour because it gets boring. <laughs> um, right, sir, do you want to go and do the top tips first? Who, me? I haven't got one. Yeah. <laughs> you need to think about it. <laughs> I've got two. I actually have two. Um, to make up for last week because we've got. Boy, sit down, shut up. And fucking listen, it's time for some fucking good tips from the boys. My first one, so it ain't broke, don't fix it. We were talking bef- like just literally before the podcast here, and um, yeah, don't don't touch it. If it's not busted, don't don't yeah. don't tinker with it, don't fuck with it. It's, Leave it's it okay. the fuck alone. Leave it. Leave it. Why not? It's good. That's a good bit of advice. So yeah. There you go. It's not really a like top that. tip. It's a bit of advice, and I like that from earlier, so I'm going to use that. Um, and secondly, when life's frying you, like, just take a break. Like, what's going to happen? Like, uh, last week, I, I've got to admit, my head's have been a, a absolute mess. And, but yeah, we went on holiday. Went to Walton on the Naze, like, proper old school English beach, and did some sea glass hunting. I was like, get back to what I love. Like, go yeah. and chill the fuck out. Take the dog on the beach. Chuck the tennis ball for him. He loves it. It's great. It's just such headspace time. It's amazing. And I feel better. And Good. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I have to admit, I have, I've, I had to go, I've gone to the doctor. Uh, I've got my fucking head squared. And I feel a lot better. That's just take some time for yourself. Otherwise, you'll fuck yourself up. That's yeah, my good advice. Yeah. yeah, good advice. That's my top tip. It's not a workshop tip, but it's it's um uh, life. That's what we're here for. Give you top life lessons. Listen to yeah. us and go far. <laughs> well, I mean, I gotta say, my head was fucked for the last week or so as well, but I I, I feel a lot better now that I have the the wife home. So yeah, it's uh, just, yeah. it's one of them things that life throws at you. <laughs> the captain of the ship is uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> the boss um my top tip is if you're if you have some uh, wet lumber that you're after cutting down off a tree limb or something um you can seal the ends of it as quick as you can with some nice and cheap pva glue and that should hopefully stop it drying out too quick and cracking because it's just something i've been looking at there i have my little log pile up and some of it has cracked but half of it hasn't so it's not bad, like it's free timber, and I just threw cheap PVA glue that cost only a couple of quid in the local pound shop, and it sealed it. So, there's a top tip for your workshop. Mm. I had a really interesting talk with um, Dan from the Wonky Workshop, and he said um, it depends on what time of the year the timber is felled as to whether it's going to hold its bark. And, mm. like, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's really I just presume it come off no matter what. No, no, it, it, apparently it can be saved. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, winter, winter time they will have stored a lot of fluids mm. in the root system, I think, and mm. the tree trunk kind of shrink a bit. Like, like myself, a bit of winter wet? 
Hey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you, Johnny, we only top tips. Um, yeah, mine is to do with glue as well. Um, if you get splinters in your hand, when I was clearing all those bushes and fucking trees and shit, there's an awful lot of um, brambles and thorns in them. So I must have got about. You probably saw me picking at them with a with a needle or a while ago. Um, I must have got about fifty of these little fucking thorns in my fingers and my hands. So my hands are fucked at the moment. But a top tip for you is if you cover the splinter with some wood glue, let it go hard, and then peel it off. It'll take the splinter with it. <laughs> but but here's here's the little thing that I tried during the week. If you can't put your hand on your wood glue because it's six foot further away than your epoxy, two-part epoxy, and you put two-part epoxy on the splinter to try to pull that off, that brings the skin with it. So don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) It hurts like like fuck. Yeah, so the epoxy bonds into the skin and holes everything and especially one right at the top of my my index finger that pulled the skin f- around the top ah. but the splinter's still in there so, ah. yeah stick with the wood glue walk walk the extra four feet just, <laughs> just use a bit of wood filler there and fill that back oh. in it'll be grand yeah it'll be fine be grand. <laughs> be grand reminds me of prick rod when you used to cut yourself, prick rod used to say, rub some cement in it, that'll be good. Oh, <laughs> oh I hate prick rod. But anyway, yeah, wood glue works. Wood glue does work. So oh, cool. it just it just holds the splinter and then when you pull it off, it takes the splinter with it. <clears throat> there you I go. Just like Up cut the standing knife and I'll fucking have it out, that's it. It's gotta go. Right. Can't have a foreign body in me. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till make a central voice. <laughs> right. Run time. Bring on the rab. For fuck's sake. Who's going to go first, boys? Let Nick, because he looks like he's going to explode. No, I, I, I find this hard every week. I, like, I'm not... Why? I don't know. I'm not a very ranty person. I don't have any... Ah, uh, you'll get there. Um, go on, then. I will go first. Um, it was a funny thing um, that occurred to me in the week. I was at bonfire night, and um, and it's this. It's not talking to children like they're people, and it pisses me off. <laughs> this little kid, uh, we were standing by the bonfire. It was about to be ignited. Like, they poured a load of petrol over it. Like It was all getting... Like, you know, all winding up and um, they just lit it and the fire's creeping from the outside in towards the guy. And the little little kid must have been like three, turns to his dad and says, um, why is that man on, on, on the top of the fire? Like, he thinks he's a bloke. <laughs> and and um, the guy goes, oh, it's um, <clears throat> it's a long story. And I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> crap, this little three-year-old kid thinks there's, there's a dude sitting, yeah. like, because they put a chair, and it looked pretty lifelike. <laughs> it had a plastic face, it looked like a face, and he was dressed, and he looked very well. And the fire's creeping towards him, and I wanted to say, hey, mate, 
it's it's not really a dude. It's like it's yeah, guy yeah. Fawkes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was gonna like he's gonna go to the Houses of Parliament and blow it up. And they didn't like that, so they caught him and they guided him and they stuck him on a fire and burnt his ass. And I was gonna tell him, but fuck, it's not my place. So I but was but, but was it down to your man not knowing enough about it to explain it or I don't just know. Not I just think he couldn't be asked to talk to his kid, and I, I think you know it's a, it's a yeah. it's a dick move. The, yeah, so totally. as as the fire came towards Guy, he burned to death. As far as this little child was concerned, it's like he he literally <laughs> thought there was a real man sitting up there, but Dad couldn't be asked. <laughs> I was like zero Dad points for that lad. Well out of order. We, we we don't have Guy Fox here. We just have Bonfire Night and Halloween. But like, but I don't understand the concept of Guy Fox. Are you celebrating that this guy was born to death every year? No, it's, it's like one of those things. <laughs> like, it's an excuse to blow shit up, and I'm all for that. I'm I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like, you know what? Superstition, I'm not into tradition maybe just because it gives me an excuse to burn stuff and fucking blow shit up <laughs> Here, i tell you something don't you wish he it's fucking fun. he got away with it now don't you sure uh, brings yeah. it. well this is another thing like like in two I, I i saw a funny thing on the internet like in 2060 we go to brussels and, and, and ask for an extension and no one knows why and yeah, it's yeah exactly. tradition yeah. and it's like a right crack and we all have a party it's like oh, no, for an extension and then you just go home for Boris Johnson fire night. Yeah, exactly. We were that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David Cameron. This is David Cameron fire. <laughs> David Cameron fire night. <laughs> um, I'll go on. Go for it. Yeah, my, my, my one is just something that I had to do this the, the last week that I, I haven't really had the pleasure of in a while is uh, fucking taxis. The fucking prices are on fucking real and and none of them are on a level that they're, they're all different prices uh, for the same journey um which i had to make several of because my car had sat down and uh, i was running back and forth up to dublin with the wife's car and then i was kind of up in me my mom and dad's then busting it across to the hospital which is something that I haven't done since 2004. So that was an experience getting on a bus. But, um, but yeah, no, the, the taxis are just they're crazy prices. And I had the pleasure of a Dublin taxi driver uh, getting into a row with a cyclist for cycling <laughs> in the middle of the bus lane. Um, window dropped and everything, shouting across in front of my face, the, the cyclist and the taxi driver. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> what the actual fuck just fucking get on with it and, and like you know the meter's running and of course i had to pay for this fucking argument at the end of it as well you know your your man your man should have really said listen i'm sorry about that you know you you go on ahead like and uh you know yeah. don't worry about it but now fucking charge me the fucking price whatever it was and i got to the other end so it, I was a bit ticked, but I was going through enough shit to be worried about that cunt, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it, uh, I, I find it incredible the the phenomenal fees they're charging to yeah, do big money. short journey. Yeah, money, yeah. Uh, like it, it, even in in my own town here, it, 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 I got a taxi uh, when I left the car into the garage, and um, the taxi back to my house, and it's not it's not even a ten minute drive yeah it was 14 something 
to get home. Yeah, we're the same here. And, uh, taxi from Tom. Oh, it's, it's it's disgraceful. And then the one of the nights I had to get my sister in to to look after the young lad while I was up in the hospital. And when I got back, I ordered her a taxi to get back home to Kildare. And it's about it's uh, her house is about twenty five minute drive, and that was forty quid. So. It's twenty-five minute drive at night is forty quid, but yeah. Yeah, a, a ten minute drive across Nice is is fifteen. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't add no, up. It doesn't you know, it just doesn't make sense. But, God, for, God yeah, forbid you so, have a bag with you. Uh, you know? stop. Yeah, you get pushes you get a few buttons yeah. and you get charged. Yeah, yeah, if you have a bag or fucking anything with you, yeah. What? That's insane. It's crazy. It is. It's mm. crazy. What about you, Johnny? What have you got? Um, do you know what mine is? I've been meaning to... What are you doing, Ned? Nothing. I'm dead. Somebody's trying to kidnap me again. Alert! Um, Alert! Do you know what? It's something that's really bugged me with a while. Um, what is he doing? Nothing. I thought... Um... <laughs> Yeah, my rant is about Nate making fucking noise and I can't think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my rant is, um, you know what it is, it's people yeah, ripping off, people ripping off makers, um, mostly companies. And I, ex- I had, I've had experience with it myself, but I, I saw it there a couple of days ago with um, a guy... Now, I've only just followed him because someone, someone shared the post, so I followed him. Uh, Rustic by B, I think he's called. Um, he bought some resin off a crowd. The resin didn't work. It wasn't suited to, to his needs. Um, he used it. It was shit. It, it didn't work. Um, he had no experience at resins. It didn't work, and then he got back on to their customer service, and their customer service was shit. <clears throat> but... I've seen it with so many different things, with tools, with with materials, with different things. The amount of people that trust the company because they're a company, and I think they openly trust, okay, this person is, you know, they have a big company, they're selling stuff, the stuff is expensive, they trust that the company is selling a good product, taking their word for the, the advertising claims. And they're spending a lot of money with them and then it doesn't work. It fucks up or it's not suited to the job that they needed or, you know, there could be something half the price that, that they should have used but just didn't know. Um, and they lose out on their money and, you know, it's it's going on all the fucking time. Um, so my what I'm trying to say is don't listen to the companies. The companies aren't going to set you straight. They just want to make sales. The companies, I won't say they're complete cunts, but they're cunty in a way that they just want, they want the business, they want to sell. So instead, if, you, if you're if you doing a resin project, if you're, like I've used a lot of resin before and I'd like to think that I, I know my way around resin. Um, I use the Glasscast 50 from Easy Composites and I've used it a lot. Um, and it's my preferred resin for what I do. But even yesterday, as I was saying earlier, it's still fucked up on me because of the cold. You know, it's not flawless, but mm. with that company, their customer service is shit hot. I'm, I'm, I wreck their fucking heads because I'll message them and say, listen, what about this idea? What if I did this? What if I stuck this stuff in resin? What would happen? You know, 
and they're constantly like they'll get back to me within an hour and say oh look i've been chatting to someone here and this is what we think you know might happen or maybe you should try this or but they're very open into saying oh listen we'd love to hear how that works or whatever but if you if you're using something if it's copper or a certain type of wood or if it's a fucking resin and you're on instagram or you're on facebook or whatever stick up a post and say listen this is what i'm trying to do does anybody have experience with this how you know anyone with experience using resin you know, anyone experienced using copper or stainless steel or fucking whatever it is, stick yeah. a post up and let the maker community speak to you. Let yeah. the people that use the products talk to you. Let, because Don't be afraid to ask. Exactly. You know, because we're we're the ones that are using the stuff. Um, and this, it doesn't matter what your level of competency is with other stuff. Like, there's going to be shit that you've never used before that you want to get into. And there's going to be, a th- like, a thousand people out there that have used it. Their woodwork might be shit, but their resin stuff might be fucking shit hot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Put a post up, say, listen, what about this? You know, what what product should I be using? What way should I use it? This is what I'm after buying this product. How, what, what's the best way to use it? Because even I find I don't follow easy composites um, directions perfectly because I find I need to change things up a little bit for what I'm doing for handles and that kind of thing. Like, you know, but it's the companies they're, they're ripping people off. They're, they're selling products that aren't suited to the job because someone like if someone gets in touch with me and says, you know, I, I, I need a knife for a sushi knife, you know, and if they message me and say, I need a knife that cuts, then, of course, I'm going to go, yeah, I have just the thing for you, you know? Yeah. Here's a chef's knife. You know what I mean? When instead, they should turn around and go, lads, I need to cut some fish here. Like, what's the best knife for that? They'll say, a sushi knife or a fillet knife. That's what you're looking for. And then you go looking for that that particular thing, you know? Yeah. Like, you need to speak to people. You need to get it out there. Take the power out of the company's hands. The companies are great for getting in touch and saying, listen, I need this product. But already have your homework done. Have your research done. And then you're going to the company. And it doesn't matter if the company, what are you using it for? Oh, we think you should use this product because it's 50 quid more. No, fuck off. I've been chatting to someone. This is what I need. This is what I want, you know? And then go back and say, right, I have my stuff now. Now what do I do, you know? Mm -hmm. Don't let the companies rip you off. They just want to make money. Like makers, if someone comes to me and says, oh, what about easy composites? Or what about um, a certain type of wood or stable or uh, what's it called? Fucking cactus juice. You know, I'll say, yeah, this is the stuff to use. This is this is what you need to stabilize your wood. I'm getting nothing out of it. I'm, I'm making nothing out of it. But I'll tell them, this oh, is absolutely. exactly, this is like what works this- for me. There's no yeah. way, like, I, I mean, I will literally tell you whatever you need to know. Like, yeah. I, I've done yeah. this for a long time. I've worked, I've worked, I've worked copper, I've worked brass, I've worked a lot of materials for a very, very, very long time. And I'm, I've experimented and I don't care if you want, if you want to know, ask, yeah. just ask. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've done a lot of research into HDPE, like off the back of the brothers, like the yeah. brothers make um well, i was completely inspired um i've done my own research we now we share ideas and we're developing like ways together like it's great just 
there's no way our customers are ever going to like cross over. Oh, absolutely not. I'm not worried yeah. about losing money to you because you, yeah, my shit should speak for itself. Um, exactly. I don't, I literally don't care. Like I will tell you whatever. If I think if somebody is if if you're worried that somebody's going to steal your idea and they're going to take all your business away. I Don't guarantee you. Fucking Instagram. <laughs> I, well, I guarantee you that the person that's worried about someone stealing their idea didn't have the talent to come up with that idea in the first place. Mm. That's not their idea. They got that somewhere else. Yeah, you know? oh, absolutely. Because if someone has the talent to turn around and go, come here, I'll show you word for word how to make that. Like I've sent guys the the measurements. The I've sent them videos, photographs of um, my my belt grinder. I've sent them everything to do with my belt grinder. Do you know what I mean? It's not rocket science. I don't care. What are they going to do? You know what I mean? It's not an issue for me. The amount of people last week that got in touch with me trying to find out where I got the boxes for my knives. I think there was 15 guys messaged me asking me. And I I, I told everyone, I got them on Amazon, you know? I I jazzed them up myself. They're just just a basic raw wood box. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I and I've seen guys putting them out there since. Like it's not a problem for me. I don't care. Like I'm not worried about someone taking my business or taking my ideas. Do you know? Yeah. It's not. It's not a problem. It, I don't care. It is. It is nice to get like a little bit of a nod. It, it is, is nice. nice to get a little shout or a little nod and just say, listen, you know, spotted this with this guy and you know that kind of thing. But look, you know, people forget to. That's know? manners, though. I mean, that, for me, that's manners. Uh, I think. I think bit. someone yeah. should just give you a little bit of a touch in return. Um, that, you know. What? Yeah, don't don't touch don't. Touch. Oh. I I don't want anybody to touch, touch me. Thanks, um, Alan. <laughs> I will talk to you afterwards. <laughs> but anyway, look, that's that's my rant. Just you know, don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid to put it up. Don't listen to the companies. The companies want to make money. Look at the basics. It makes sense. They want to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to sell you fucking whatever you want. If an Eskimo comes to a salesman and selling ice, and he's looking to buy some, like he's going to sell him. You know, no, it doesn't matter what it is. He's going to fucking sell it to him. You know, they just want to make the money. They don't care. Yeah. But that's yeah. down to you. Fuck you. That's, that's yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that's down to you though. That's your. That's your. Um. That's your filter. You've got to be able to look at these people and yeah. filter those twats yeah. out. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. Hey, the Dale's shout out then. Oh, shouts! Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. Work away. Um. Woodwork BC absolutely lovely lovely work like he um woodwork bc uh, on instagram i think traditionally uh, a turner um uh, makes makes tools on the lathe uh woodwork metalwork cross so uh, amazingly amazingly made like scribes and uh and then has has moved on to hammers and and now forges, does knives, um, he does the odd skull, you know, like forged skull. He was the guy who um, who came up with the Maker coin, and and said for last like last Maker Central, he's going to make 500 Maker coins and give them out. Wow. Is anyone is anyone interested in a swap? Uh, inspired that entire thing, like 
like absolutely mm. brilliant um maker for me just so friendly so up for us like a maker swap like anything could be a skull could be a coin could be whatever i bought one of his scribes at maker central i use it like literally every fucking week it's amazing just yeah go and have a look uh, um yeah. at his work it's great good show Daddy. um my show is um andy hill um age bespoke oh, that's gonna be my next shout so, <laughs> tough shit <laughs> um yeah andy's a really cool guy he's a really nice guy um hashtag team viking um he looks like a viking he acts like a viking he's basically viking um and i've got my hereditary done so i know i'm seven percent viking um no andy's a really cool guy he's a really nice guy um and he's doing an awful lot of carving at the moment and i think i'm not knocking anything andy's ever done before he's always done cool stuff but I think he's really, really found his niche. The stuff that he's doing at the moment is just so fucking cool. Um, and it's all, he's carving it all like little, little, do you call them sculptures? What would you call them? Little, um, yeah, little sculptures and stuff, you know, and like they're fucking, they're amazing. They're so cool. Um, so AH Bespoke, go check him out. Cool guy. Yeah. He's lucky enough to be sponsored by GPS. That's right. Who um, yeah. are, I think, they primarily cast uh, polyester resin, I think, and maybe some yeah. acrylics. Um, but, yeah, they send him a lot of cool stuff. And yeah. No, a lot of blanks that he carves. Them yeah, a lot of blanks. Push. Just yeah. let him ride and just... They, they, yeah. yeah. And it's really, so, he's really after coming out and finding his own niche. Like, he's, he's fucking nailing this stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, fucking right. I, oh, he, yeah. He, his, his, his most recent carving, and um, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Go and look yeah. at his page. It is absolutely fucking incredible. Like, yeah. like top yeah. end work and of he art. Did, he's putting it all on, um, he puts it all on YouTube. He has a YouTube yeah. channel as well, and yeah. everything goes up there. So, Go check out Andy. Um, go say hi and um, yeah, give him a follow. He's a really cool guy, really nice guy as well. Real, real nice. Uh, Salt of the earth, yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely fellow. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's my bro- he's a brother. He's my brother. Um, love him. Um, I've kind of got three shouts. Um, basically, the two guys that covered me while I was gone, um, Rab and Kevin. Uh, they done a great job, and uh, I really enjoyed listening to the podcast, even though I was a small part of it in editing. But, uh, yeah, it was very good of them to step in and fill the gap. <clears throat> and, uh, um, yeah, I hope we'll, we'll have them back on again in the future at some point. Yeah. And uh, my other shout is basically to midwives. Midwives are fucking awesome. Oh, um, my. The, uh, what they have to go through on a daily basis is just unreal and to keep your head cool in them situations is just mm. it's something yeah. else like yeah. you know we the, the the we had two girls in with us um they were only they were only children <laughs> they were only like young kids like you know they 
They never even heard of the Princess Bride, for fuck's sake. <laughs> we were like, what? How old are you? <laughs> but, um, but they were just so calm and collected. You know, if, if anything was going wrong, they were as solid as a rock and very reassuring to us. And they, they just they go through that on a daily basis. And, you know, I just think they're awesome. And mm. um, I just wanted to give these women and men that bring kids into the world a shout. So, and I'm sure a lot of people listening will have been through the situation and they'll know all about it. So, and if they don't, well, now you do. So, um, so yeah, yeah that's so. my show. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that that's all we have time uh, for this week. Two two small little things. Um, one is Kev Sharkey and Nate are doing the um, November. So that's why Nate looks like a bit of a tit at the moment. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so at the moment, he- head on over to um, Kev's page, um, Shark Tag ninety seventy nine, and give him a couple of quid if it's a fucking euro or if it's a hundred euros or whatever. It all it's all going to an amazing cause. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I second that. Thank you. Um, I've made I've made a special Shark Attack uh, Team Shark Attack <laughs> dice cop dice one inch square. It weighs a ton. Fuck cancer, double fuck cancer. It's got on it. Hell yes and hell no. Cool. Um, tomorrow I'm gonna shave again. Um, so let me screenshot that. <laughs> That's going tomorrow. We're gonna shave again. So style two is tomorrow, man. Like seriously, we've raised like over two grand already, and we're five or six days in, and that's so inspiring. I've got Rob uh, from Prickly Sauce involved. He's he's joined Team Shark Attack, which I'm psyched about. I love the I love Rob so bad. Absolutely, he's class. Um, yeah, thanks guys for your support. You know, let's do this. Why not? Yeah. Um, the second thing is um, a lot of people were asking while you were off uh, if we'd be getting guests on. So we were chatting and we were saying, we'll definitely have guests on, maybe one guest a month or one guest every six weeks, that kind of way, something like that, um, just to join us. And just similar to when Kev and Rab were on with us, um, just shooting the shit and calling people cockwambles and cocksnots and stuff. Um <laughs> And just try to change things up a bit for you, and hopefully people will enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. If, yeah. And if you don't, then fuck you. Fuck you, Patricia. Yeah, fuck you, Patricia. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah, so to everybody who sent in questions, we got extra questions this week because we, yeah. we had missed out last week. And um, unfortunately, we didn't have enough time to get through them all, but we have <laughs> We have a heap of them to get through for next week and anyway as well. So um, so don't worry. We will get to your questions. And thanks very much, everybody, again, for um, for sending them in to us. We appreciate yeah. it. Might do a quick fire round. Quick yeah. fire <laughs> Shark attack round. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's all we have time for this week. So uh, hopefully you all come and join us next week. And they're going to find us. Oh, they're going, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've yeah. been out of action. I don't remember all this stuff. We weren't out of action. We still forgot <laughs> it fucking on. <laughs> so where 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 can uh, we find everyone? Um, 
bespoke block designs, um, Instagram, Facebook, oh, and my new website, irishcustomknives.com. Flash. Go get, go get some. Go get some. Nice. Um, find me on Instagram and um, very soon on my new website, which is all flashy and looking nice. <laughs> Taking a little bit of time because my um my website designer had a baby. Fucking selfish, Al. Not me. Not me. <laughs> no, I wasn't Al, but equally selfish. That, that is selfish. That is selfish. Shit to do? Would you stop it? Like you know, <laughs> all two and, uh, and a half minutes. For now, for now, I'm at Wood Turning by Alan Scannell on all the socials. Depending, I'm sure you're all going to be smart arses and send in loads of different names for me now during the week. Yeah, but, uh, send in loads. <laughs> so far, so far, it's oh, going to yes. be Wood Turning, Woodwork, and Metalwork by Alan Scannell. Elbow Turning by Alan Scannell. I'm going to have some fun with this. Yeah. Jack of all trades, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As for none. Right, uh, right, we'll see you all next week then, yeah? Go on. See ya. Good luck. Good luck and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and the fuckery never ends. <laughs>